Well, it's great to have you on Calm Radio. Thank you. Well, first of all, just uh, tell us a, a little bit about yourself to begin with. You know, who you are, where you're from, who's your mob? Okay, I come from Darwin. I was born there and grew up there. Uh, my mother's mob are from up that way um, towards the northwest Wyoming River. And my father's mob are Torres Strait. So big family in Darwin. And in terms of your professional career. I understand you've been involved in a number of different areas. For a long time I worked at the ABC. I worked in media um, and in various media roles outside the ABC. I've worked for Northern Land Council um, and various other community organisations and I've worked for government at various levels and worked around the country here and there. Um, Sydney, Melbourne, um, mostly in Darwin though and I still live there so I've been yeah, there for, for a short time. Well, some big news recently. Uh, you recently announced as the uh, Deputy Northern Territory Treaty Commissioner. Yes. I understand your, your appointment follows a, an expression of interest process. Yes. Why did you want to be involved in this process? Because I think it's uh, an important issue for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. Um, and it has been an important issue for our mob since, you know, Captain Cook arrived. It's been a, an issue that has never gone away. And I think it's great that the Northern Territory Government has recognised that and has committed to working with Aboriginal people on whether there should be a treaty process. So this is the first time and I think it's an exciting, um, important issue to work on. And for you personally, what what are some of the challenges and and difficulties do you see associated within that role? Obviously, it is quite a big undertaking. I think just making sure we get around to speak to as many people as possible, that's going to be a big challenge. My role is to engage and consult with uh, women and young women, uh, particularly as well. So how we do that, talking to the, the older women and asking, you know, what is the best way to do that for them. And also because uh, Mick Dodson, the commissioner, I mean, you know, there are times when he will not be able to speak to women culturally or because they're, you know, for whatever reason. So that's another reason. Um, so that's that's one of the big challenges. But then also explaining the whole process to non-Aboriginal people as well, I think that's going to be the other big challenge because I don't think a lot of people will understand it or think that it's necessary or support it. So we'll just have to work our way through that. So for those who are, are unfamiliar, can you just explain a bit about what the actual role of the Treaty Commission is and in particular your role as well as, as Deputy Treaty Commissioner in this process? The Northern Territory Government um, and the four Territory Land Councils made an agreement in Barunga last year about engaging in a treaty process. So there's support at the highest levels of government and the highest levels in these major Aboriginal organisations. We're not negotiating treaties with anyone. Our role, both mine and the Treaty Commissioner, is to talk to people about whether there should be a, or may be a process towards a treaty. That's what we're doing at the moment. I've only just started, so this is my second day in the job. Mick's been in it for some months now, so he's had quite a lot of meetings with um, some of the major Aboriginal organisations, and so there's still some more to come. Then start of next year, we'll have to start writing a, a report and a discussion paper to present to government in March next year, in 2020, and then... Um, Hopefully that, that you know will continue on this whole process, and then they will decide from there. 
So just to clarify, so for now that the process is still going around and, and talking with different people and, and bodies and, and organisations and things like yeah, that? Yeah, I think the discussions have started already with major uh, Aboriginal organisations and the peak bodies. And then once we've gone through that process, then uh, the next phase will be to actually talk with individual communities and, and, different, and, and other groups. So, yeah. So, you know, we're also going to be at the Garma Festival uh, talking to people out there. Just for you personally, in, in terms of being an Aboriginal person within that specific role, what, what does that mean to you, the significance of that? And having, I guess, sort of these discussions at, at you know, right across the country, we're seeing Victoria talking yes. about treaties as well. Yes. What does that mean to you as an Aboriginal person? You're right. It, it's extremely significant. I take it seriously. Um, I think it's been an issue that I have been interested in for a long time, and I never thought that we would actually start having this conversation during my lifetime anyway. Um, it's an interesting time to be doing it. It's exciting. And I just think the time must be right because there's it's happening in other places around the country as well. And, you know, it's going to be done in various different ways. Um, but hopefully we can, I don't think it's going to be a rushed process, but hopefully we can get there in the end. Well, on that note, uh, thank you so much for taking time to speak with us on Calm Radio. Thank you.